Hey guys, this is Dr. P. And um, I found something in my archives. It's a podcast that I did sometime around December, right around Christmas. I don't know why I didn't post it, but I was looking through my file structure and I'm like, what the heck is this? I turned it on, I listened to it. I said, oh, I forgot to post this. And um, so when I listened to it, it kind of had a lot of the sentiments that I'm feeling now during this current crisis and everything else that we're all going through. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to put it all back together again and put it out there for you guys to, uh, you know, to listen to. Maybe it'll it'll help you gain some perspective during these difficult times. Uh, and, you know, even beyond this, obviously, we're getting slammed around by this virus. But, you know, whether you like it or not, at some point or another, you're going to have to really make some progress in your personal development so that when the next major crisis hits, you're prepared for it emotionally and you can get back to living a life that's worth living. So anyway, um, you'll hear the podcast begin right from the beginning as usual because I didn't want to change anything. So I hope you like it. Good morning, everyone. It's Dr. P and welcome to another episode of the Daily Inspirational Podcast. So here we are, closing in on the end of another year, 2019. And I've done a lot of reflection over the past week or so, and I want to share some of my my thoughts with you. Um, maybe they'll help you, maybe not, but I'm going to share them anyway because I'm feeling it right now. And one thing that I've noticed about myself and about others around me is that we live in these two incredibly different worlds. In any moment, you can find yourself in either one. But the biggest one of all is that serious component of our lives. It's work, it's achievement. If you're young, it's school, it's college, it's getting through finals. If you just did that in college, it's about getting a great workout in and building up your muscles and keeping yourself on track, going to the grocery store dealing with the holiday rush, buying gifts, planning out your finances, right? All these things, they're incredibly important to us. And I would never take that away from anyone. And I too, like my wife and I, Lisa, we have to attend to all those things as well. But in this last week, I have not worked at my job. It has been the most liberating thing in quite a long time. You know, the older I get, or maybe the more mature I get with more life experiences, I begin to realize something. That I see things with a deeper sense of depth. Instead of just the surface of any situation, I just tend to look and feel deeper beyond it to what's really going on, really at, that, at the core of it. And that's where I've been all week long. And what's happened to me is that I've realized that the greatest things in life, they can't be bought. It's very strange that I'll go through an entire day and not feel emotional to the point where I want to cry out of joy. I want to laugh for the pure happiness of, of being alive. I simply, like many others, are grinding through another day of work, just trying to get where I'm going. Being upset with my coworkers, being irritated by my spouse. And before I know it, my physical health, my emotional health, they're taking a hit. And then out of nowhere can come 
Life number two, the second part of who we are, which should really be way up at the top of the list of who we are. And it's that deep, incredibly loving and emotional side. It's, you know, I was hanging out with my wife this weekend. We went into Boston together and we walked down Boylston Street. We were dressed up really nice and I was holding her hand and I was like, wow, holy moly, man, I am in love with this woman. But for weeks or months at a time, we've been adversarial because we're trying so hard to make something happen. And in reality, the most important things in life, you can't buy them and you can't bang them with a hammer. You just have to let them flow and you got to feel it. You got to feel that love and that connection, that empathy. And the time spent with her was like, holy moly, I have, I know that I need it. I need her and I need that love and connection. But sometimes my bigger life, you know, that part that has me being the achiever gets in the way. And I forget that really the most important things in life, you can't buy them and they should move us. I think it was Martin Luther King once said that if you're not moved to tears every day, then you're not truly living life. When I say moved to tears, it could be sadness, but it could be joy. It could be either or. Think about this. You're at work right now and um, you're really busy. You're doing a lot of stuff. You don't want to be disturbed, but it's happening all around you. Everybody needs something from you now. They need an email, the phone's ringing. You're just kind of doing your thing. You're trained to do this. You're doing it. You're kind of like a little, an automaton, a robot. You just keep moving along. And then you get a phone call and they say, is this so-and-so? You're like, yes. Can I help you? Yes. This is the Massachusetts State Police. And um, we're sorry to say that we have some, some very bad news for you. Now, I'm not going to say what that news is. I paused for you to think about it. That's when your feet tingle and the hair in the back of your neck stands up and your stomach does five backflips. And you're no longer thinking about all those other things that you do. You're starting to realize that your children are not with you because you're at work. Are they safe? Is my spouse okay? Were they hurt? Are they hospitalized? Or, worse of all, did they die? Wow. Man, you get to that place in life, you get into that moment for once and you go, you know what, I don't care about work right now. And I need to feel and to be part of this moment. And in that moment, you get a sense of what really life is about. It's about driving your heart up and down and dealing with strong emotional tides. They come and they go. But man, if you just close yourself off and just work consistently like I had been, you're going to miss the flavor and the joy of life. You might miss it when your child wants to crawl up on your chest and fall asleep. You might miss it when your pet, your cat or your dog just put his or her nose on your, on your lap and just looks at you with those kind of sad but cute little eyes. If you miss it, it's your fault. What are you doing? You understand that? Let that heaviness of life melt away from you. Let it melt so that you can enjoy the warmth of something as simple as, for me, my little kitty cat, Bella. Oh my God. She lays with me and I just love her and I talk to her that way and I tell her how much I love her. And does it bring tears to my eye? It does. 
this evening I had to go down to my office and get some software out of the cupboard. I had some old software in there. While I was in there, I found a couple of CDs. I didn't know what was on them. I plopped them into the computer just to see what was on them before I threw them away. And I'm glad I didn't throw them away because who was on those CDs? They were photographs of me, my wife, Lisa, and my firstborn child, Lorenzo. And oh my God, looking at those photographs, I realized what a blessed life I have. My son is laughing. He's in my arms. My wife is gorgeous. She's an incredible mom. And in those moments, I just didn't feel work anymore. I didn't feel any of those things. I started to realize how blessed I am. And it really didn't matter how much money I made or, or any of those material things. I know they're important, but at that moment, they're not. What's really important is I've been reminded again how lucky I am as a man, as a husband, as a father. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And I want to see it that way. I want to feel that emotion. And by looking at those photographs of my son, who's now 17, I am put right back into that moment again. And I just came home and I told him about it. He's quiet. He's 17 years old. He doesn't always have a lot to say. But in those moments tonight, I said to him, I just saw some photographs of you and I when I was, when you were one year old. And man, we were the best of friends. I love you. Love you. Love you. I loved you so much then. I love you even more now. And I'm reminded that we change over time. Life throws a lot at us. It's not easy to figure things out. But any one of us at any time can just decide that they want to see the goodness in things. And in order to do that, one of the first places you can go is outdoors. Just go outdoors and sit quietly and listen to the birds. Listen, if you say, oh yeah, right, give me a break. If you even say that in your mind right now, quietly, you're definitely somebody that needs to go outside. When, when a doctor says to you, and this, is, this has happened to me more often than not in my life, having to speak to somebody and to say, listen, you've got a brain tumor. It's significant. It's a stage four medulloblastoma multiform, and it's going to take your life. What? They look at you like, what? And then they cry. And what do you do as the doctor? You cry with them and you hold them. And that's not just simply being a doctor, that's just being a human. And in those moments, you just want to choke the vomit back into your stomach. And then you realize that nothing really matters but each other and how much we love and care for each other. Because when you're fighting for the last few days of your life, you don't really care about all the flack that we're dealing with in world number one. World number two is love, it's connection, it's empathy. If you're not used to it, I understand. Find it in your own way. It may not have to be with other people. Maybe you do spend time outdoors. Maybe you jump out of planes. Maybe you stop and just people watch. But remember, life is happening fast. And I mean fast. You get a little older like myself, time is compressed. Before you know it, each year is flying by in half the amount of time. Isn't that funny though? When you're young, it seems like forever till the next year comes. And if you're waiting for your 21st birthday, it seems like years and years and years away if you're a youngster. But 
as you're building your life and you're spending most of your time trying to achieve and going for it, which I'm totally about, if you don't feel the joy and the love and the empathy that's associated with moments all around you, then it tends to turn to more bitterness, more anger and frustration because it's not happening fast enough, it's not happening in the way you want it to. And in reality, you're not in control of a lot of those things. You're in control of your emotional system and you should strive or at least think to strive as much as you can just to enjoy those incredible moments with people and to stop once in a while and let yourself cry, let yourself belly laugh and see only the goodness in things around you. Not saying that you won't have moments during your day where you're frustrated and you're dealing with stuff. That's world number one. But somewhere along the way, at some point, stop. Tell your mind to turn off. I'm done dealing with world number one. Right now, I want the number two world, the tale of the two worlds. I definitely want to enjoy my kids right now. Just go sit with them on the couch. If you're younger, then go hang out with somebody you love. If you're not in love, then go hang out with a friend. Go bowling. Have a lot of laughs. And remember, this life that we live, you don't have to be any more than what you are. Just be yourself. Being that that genuine person and you have a sense of authenticity to who you are, live the life that you want to live, not the life that everybody else wants you to live. And in those moments, stop your thinking brain for just a bit. When you're sitting on the tee, like my wife and I were over the weekend, and you see a little Asian child, maybe one or two year old, sitting with his dad, cute as a button, stop for a moment and look at them and realize that that child is another miracle. And take your phone out, take a selfie of yourself and realize that you too are a miracle. And people love you and you love them. And if you can hold that close to the vest for your entire life, knowing that you have to work hard and you have to do all these things and go through pain and suffering as a part of the journey, okay. But you have the choice to put that all aside at the end of the day and to just be there for the people who absolutely need you and feel that love, which will save you, which will allow you to get up tomorrow and feel that much better. Quick little tidbit, right? I, downstairs, I'm in my studio. I'm working on some software, as I mentioned earlier. I'm doing some things. And I thought to myself, what would make my wife so happy? And I go, you know what? I'm going to do something that makes her feel great. After looking at those videos of her and the videos, those uh, pictures of her earlier tonight, I'm like, I want to do something wonderful for her. Really, it's for both of us. But So I go upstairs. And I strip the bed down, take off all the bedding, and I wash it all. Then I put it all back, and I, she, let's put it this way. She's going to go to bed tonight with the crisp, cool, perfectly clean sheets. And if you have ever lived, my friend, you know what it's like to get into a bed that's freshly made with fresh linens that are perfectly sharp. I mean, you're like, this is it. I'm loving this. And you know what? And she's going to feel so amazing with that as well. Can you hear that thing in the background blinging? It's my damn dictation from that software I was just talking to you about. At any rate, I don't care. I'm just, come on, fella. Stop doing that. Hold on. Let me see if I can shut this off. 
Well, what do you know? No, okay, you keep hearing it, right? You know what it's doing? It's frustrating me, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care because I'm gonna, it's just part of life. This is what I was just saying a minute ago. Okay, so the thing's blinging, whatever. You guys have probably heard it, who cares? The important thing is, is that tonight when I hop into bed with my pretty little wife, my beautiful love, I'm just going to crawl in and snuggle up next to her and go to sleep in these perfect sheets. And I'm going to remind myself of how lucky a man I am. And even when things change and my life changes in another direction, I have all these experiences, all this love, all these wonderful things that I've lived. And I have a sense of appreciation for all of it that I know that I'll be okay. And that I'm going to dispense and give that love to other people, my kids, my grandkids and people around me, patients and people listening tonight. I want you to know that there are great people in this world who will love and care for you. And they will come to you when you love and care for others. You'll build a community where things start to feel really good. And this toughness, this frustration and anger that you feel every day at work because you work in a corporate environment and I don't have to tell you what that's like. Just remember that corporate environments are made of people and people just need people. You know, we just got to love each other. In those moments, man, when you secrete all that oxytocin and dopamine from your brain because you know that you're in this warmth of this world that you truly want to be in, your body will heal tremendously, which will start you off tomorrow with the same wonderful opportunity to go out and love some more. You know, it's always been said that when you wake up with an attitude of gratitude, the whole day goes great. Then you feel love and compassion and empathy all day long, which makes you a healthier, happier person. And it makes the journey that you're living that much more fun. So I wish you the very best. And I hope tomorrow or even now you realize that you're part of something beautiful. It's life and we're all part of it. All us humans together, phenomenal. All the animals out in the wild, unbelievable. The trees in the forest, everything. We're all just trying to get together and and live a good life and have a good journey while we're here. So let the stress melt a little bit more each day and enjoy yourself and let love be your number one emotion. This is Dr. P. I got to get upstairs and crawl into those crisp sheets with my beautiful wife, but I wish you the very best and I hope tomorrow you start your day off with an attitude of gratitude. I'll see you tomorrow, or at least the next time on the DIP.